another episode of Alcoholics. I'm your host, Katrina Myricks. I'm joined by my co-host, Terrain Myricks. Terrain, how you doing? I'm doing quite well. How about yourself? Pretty good. How was your weekend? My weekend's my weekend's all right. Played some Pokemon Go. Uh, that's pretty much it. Played some Pokemon Go. Oh my god, no! We saw this amazing show! We got to go see Jimmy Eat World! Yeah, that was fun. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. That was a... Who else did we see? Third Eye Blind was there, but <laughs> we saw Jimmy World. Yeah. I mean, I saw Third Eye Blind too, but like, I, I was just surprised at the amount of people who were there for Third Eye Blind. It was crazy, versus right? Versus who were there for Jimmy World. There were so many people there for Third I Eye Blind. I lost my mind. I'm like, who the fuck? What? <laughs> I really thought that Jimmy World had this like, they, they're, I thought they were bigger. Just, yeah. just bigger in general. Well, they have more Facebook fans. They do have more Facebook fans. And that that's is how true. you measure success. I that's think. exactly. Well, I didn't look at it via. Uh, I didn't look at it via records. Maybe, sales. maybe there were, are more Jimmy World fans, but they Not didn't want to. They didn't want to come to the Third Eye Blind show that we went to. They're like, whoa, wait, Third Eye Blind is there? Yeah. We'll wait until the next one. Well, who else is going on tour with Jimmy World? Jimmy World, can we just? Because we were both interested, <laughs> sorry, this is a weird aside, but we were both interested in the fact, Jimmy World's been playing music since like 1993. Yeah. With the same lineup. 95 since the same sorry, lineup. Sorry, my apologies. Four, Not- four out of the five have been there since 93, or three out of four have been there since 93. And then the other one started in 95. So still, it's been 24 years with the same lineup. With the same lineup, putting Eight, out like nine albums. nine albums with the same lineup. Yeah. That's Fucking impressive. That's insane. I couldn't keep a band together for, let's say, three years. <laughs> <laughs> they were able that's to do a, it. That's too long. That's it inc- was like two years for you. Yeah, I know. Whatever. <laughs> but oh, look, we're talking about doing a reunion. Um, not the city reunion. Just wait for it. But uh-huh. but seriously, that was... In, and they still... They put on an amazing show. Yeah, it was awesome. It was incredible. I feel bad for everyone who didn't go. <laughs> And then you got to see Third Eye Blind, if you wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't shit on Third Eye Blind. They're they're good. They're fine. They put on a good show. They did put on a good show. They put on a good show. Their lights were dope as shit. It was weird. What was? (laughs) But yeah. No, I just yeah. I I, the weirdest part for me was literally just like I did not know that that many people were like super into third eye blind to the point where i'm like i know like maybe three to four third eye blind songs and they're like i know motorcycle drive by and i'm like what the fuck is that (laughs) (laughs) like what is that i don't know what that is yeah um all right well what else is going on how how was your weekend good played some tennis yesterday we did we did got a little dead because it's so hot because it was hot and we Played for a while. You played for an hour. It hurt me. These are all hot though. I'm I'm not I'm quite out of shape, so an hour is like quite long for it me now. It was fun. It was fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we. <laughs> I talk about I complain about playing for an hour. We just watched Wimbledon, <laughs> yes, which took way longer than an hour. Yeah, it started like nine thirty. <laughs> it's like a five hour Went match until two. <laughs> like a five-hour match. Five hours well spent, by the way. Oh, yeah. Such a great match. It was so... The, both of them were so evenly matched throughout. Joker's my boy. Joker's your boy. I, my my guy, my guy um, Rafael Nadal, could not be in this because he was too busy losing to Federer in the semifinals. <laughs> um, but, yeah. The, and... The, we talked about how crazy it is that these people were have been dominating 
the sport of tennis, the male male tennis, mm-hmm. for just like ten years at least, over a decade. Yeah, it's just been them. It's been them, and then you pepper in Andy Murray sometimes, but it's been them. It's it's incredible. It is. I'm it's pretty I'm stoked on it. Mm-hmm. I'm stoked on it. Any are we doing anything interesting coming up? Anything interesting that we're doing coming up? You think? I don't know. What uh, what's the dates? Well, what dates are important well, dates? Let me for you. tell you something. So, my birthday is coming up. It is July 17th. And on July 16th, my incredible co-host and wife has gotten me the greatest present that anyone could ever ask for, which is, I get to go see Hamilton, the musical Hamilton, um, in Baltimore on July 16th. I will be dressed up. (laughs) I will wear a tie that day. <laughs> I will try my best to sit in the audience and enjoy the show quietly and not sing slash rap along. I can't promise I won't. But, not. but I'm going to do my best. I'm going to treat it like the movie theater. Yeah, exactly. Where I will be like quiet and respectful and enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll also try not to cry. Oh, you're going to cry. I'm not going to cry. I'm going to say this. I'm going to, I'm not going to cry. He's going to cry so hard. I cry a lot during that. <laughs> but I'm going to, I'm going to hold it in. Because it's, oh, I'm so excited for that. That's going to be, be so great. So, fun. so if there's no show next week, because there's that and then my, I have my birthday weekend where I just straight up go crazy for a weekend um, in honor of my birthday. Uh, so there might not be a show next weekend. I hope there is, but there might not be. Um, so let's just warn everyone that yeah. that might not happen. That'd be okay. That'd be okay. Because it's hard to do a show when you're just straight up like dying because you overdid it because you, because you turned 28 and you're pretending that you're not 28 and it's rough. I'm turning 28, everybody, and I'm dying. <laughs> let's get, let's, how about we get into what we're talking about today? Yep. I think we're going to have a little bit of a shorter show today. We got one main topic, and right. that's... But we're going to talk forever about it. I don't think we'll talk forever. Let's hope not. Um, you sure? I, I have a thing about this topic that I could talk about for three days. Please Straight. don't. Please do not. All right. So, we're going to talk about the whole Nancy Pelosi v. the Progressive Women in Congress. What are they called? The Squad. The Squad. Squad. Who gave them that name? I don't know. Who gave... That's the thing. I could talk about that for days. (laughs) I didn't know about the name until, like, yesterday or the day before. (laughs) And I literally... I just didn't... I didn't know they were called the squad it's four of them mm-hmm. they're cool i didn't know they were they they got their own like fucking band together yeah and the band's called the squad <laughs> and that was fucking nuts to me i i i was i was very and then i searched on google i just typed in the squad to see what happened they're the fucking thing that comes up yeah. this this story is the thing that comes up it's weird <laughs> Who did this? I don't know who, who did, did this. it. So yeah. this the squad is co- uh, composed of new members of Congress, yeah. freshman Congresswomen. <laughs> the squad. Um, they're all women of color. Yeah. It's Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, um, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, and Ayanna Presley. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, like, just let me check. Yeah, no, that's that's correct. Um, Ocasio-Cortez is from New York. Anna Presley from Massachusetts. Rashid Tlaib from Michigan. And Ilhan Omar from Minnesota. All newly elected in the 2018 election. Yeah, so they kind of the formed their own little progressive group. They try to bring... Wait, what are they called, though? The Squad. We've already discussed The Squad! This. this has already been discussed. I know, it's just... What? Um, where they try to... They're trying to bring Congress, you know, further to the left, yeah. basically. They're, pro- they're progressive members of Congress mm-hmm. looking to move other members of Congress closer to the left or unseat them for more progressive candidates. Yeah. So the reason they're in the news right now is because the, the squads f- haven't. The four issues. of them, the, the four women, are the only Democrats who voted against a House bill on immigration that right. was that was sent up to the Senate. Um, right, right. And that bill was ultimately not considered by the Senate. Instead, right. the, the Senate, Senate made their own bill. Right. Yeah, the Senate made their own bill, sent it over, and then the House voted on it. Right. Four, about, like, four point... Somewhere... Like, it's like $4.6 billion, I think. I have an article up somewhere that I should probably find. But it's like $4.6 billion um, uh, for the humanitarian crisis, the man-made humanitarian crisis um, at the uh, border. That's not really what it's for. It's for just continuing funding for Border Patrol and ICE and everything else, too. Right. So... But it's also, it also The has, Democrats tried to stick stuff in there. It also has provisions. Well, it does have provisions. In yeah. The, well, the what? Sorry, the House bill did. <laughs> the Senate bill has some too, but it's not. Not as, I not know. as far as, not as far as the House wanted to go, which to be fair, those four voted against the House bill as well. But according to AOC, the reason she voted against that was because there was any ICE funding in it. So it didn't really matter about the children provisions so okay yeah that's the, the reason behind them voting against it was because it can continued funding for ice right but part of that funding does go to those children not the ice funding not, ice no funding not the ice separate. funding but part of the uh, part of in that bill that was passed part of that funding does go to the children that's why nancy pelosi yeah. wanted to pass that bill right 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 okay cool go ahead continue so, um, the, the Senate didn't consider the House bill. They instead sent their own bill down that didn't have um, as much good things for the children and women and everybody at the border stuck in the terrible conditions. That we created. Yes. But you know how we, you know, Mitch McConnell loves children, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, a bunch of Democrats voted against that bill. But like 90 plus, right? Yeah, yeah. But there was still enough because the Republicans voted for it. Right. So we ended up passing that. That bill is going to be signed by the president. So mm-hmm. that was what started this whole issue. Yeah. Um, I mean, when we call, I mean, that's, it was a, the progressives literally were like, this is a situation where the Congressional Democrats gave up on something. They they didn't fight as hard as they could for something, yeah, and they exactly. didn't hold out to get what they wanted. Exactly. They're they're saying um, we have the power, we have the house. Right. Why are we not 
you know, using it to, to get things we want done. Which, which we, and we watched, because I was trying to further understand this, so I watched an interview that, a, we watched an interview that AOC did with, with um, Jake Tapper. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, part of me was like, what the fuck's going on? Just for the sheer fact that she was like, you know, well, the part of my reason was voting against the Senate bills because the, the, this is how she started the interview. And I understand, like, her points afterwards, but this is how she, this was her first point. The first thing, like, like her, her mission, this is what was, this, I voted against this because the House, sorry, the Senate didn't consider the House bill. She went on to talk about how important it was that those children had funding for toothbrushes and soap and, you know, those, like, general things that they fucking need to be sanitary and safe. But she started it with, well, there was, the uh, procedurally, I didn't like what happened. It's like, that's not a good reason. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a good reason to vote against that. And she's saying that the Senate should have taken up the House bill, and that's the bill that should have been passed. But she, she voted, voted against, that against that bill. Though. She did vote against that bill. That was, yeah. that was, that also was confusing to me, where she was like, well, we should have, they should have taken up our bill. It's like, you didn't like that bill. You voted against that bill. You can't. You can't successfully show that you care a lot about that bill that you voted against. Right. That's bananas. And me. she's saying the reason she said during that interview, my constituents didn't want me to vote for that bill because there was ICE funding, essentially. Right. Which, but you can't then be saying that we should have passed that bill. That's crazy. That's I, crazy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But it, it's, and it's, it's a two-sided, it's a, it's a, you know, there are two sides of the issue. I understand exactly where she's coming from in the sense that I agree that we should do away with ICE. I personally, if I, like, I can understand if someone was like, you know what, that entire division needs to go away because it's being run in a in a very predatory and not conducive way to actually keeping anybody safe or, uh, it's literally just, it seems to be our, ver- the Amer- American version of rounding up people that we don't want here because they tend to then sometimes arrest people that actually are from here and mm-hmm. d- and are allowed to be here and they just, they, nothing, nothing happens. Nope. Nothing happens. So I'm 100% on the side of like, yeah, fucking, that needs to, that needs to stop. And I don't necessarily think this, this agency needs to exist. Uh, it was it's it's a part of like a bloated uh, homeland security um, uh, department that honestly needs to be stripped down to its fucking parts because it was like a post 9/11 we need this now because terrorism when really the problem that we have in in our country mostly is due to people who are already in our country right mm-hmm. like it's due to people who are citizens of our country right <laughs> so i i very much feel like we can probably cut some funding there and i don't know spend that money on ugh, fucking not putting children in cages i don't know if that costs anything but fucking let's stop doing that right know. the problem is that there's no way we're going to be able to get rid of that agency right now not right now no <laughs> so, no, no, no 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 not right now so voting against bills that are going to help the kids immediately that the situation that's happening right, right. now uh, isn't really productive. No, I agree. I agree yeah. with that. I, I think that uh, we uh, my my long term goal ab- obviously is to get rid of um, those agencies that are 
that are doing this horrible nonsense that is not conducive to keeping a safe um, to keeping a safe United States. It's more so just a show and to scare people of color. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's it's to scare people to make them think that they don't belong here. Um, my long term goal is to fucking get rid of them. Uh, I understand with this administration that's not possible. So I'd like to just get rid of this administration. Very, very much so. That'd be great. Wouldn't that be cool? So, similar to what you said, um, AOC's uh, chief of staff Mm -hmm. sent out a tweet that really riled things up with the Democrats, and I think you have that for us to read. He deleted it later. Yeah. uh, Will you say his name? um, I will say it as best as I can, because I am drunk and I'm not good at reading. Um, His name is uh, Psychic... Chakrabarty. Boom. Got it. <laughs> um, uh, but he posted um, around the... Uh, after, after the Senate After the Senate bill is passed. By the house. Um, and this is in, in reference to um, moderate Democrats and blue dog Democrats and conservative Democrats who, by the way, I also disdain. Well, I mean, he says them right in there. So. Right. So I'll just read it. Um, instead of fiscally conservative but socially liberal, let's call the new Democrats and Blue Dog Caucus the new Southern Democrats. They certainly seem hell-bent to do to black and brown people today what the old Southern Democrats did in the 40s. Um, so that happened. Yep. Uh, that's that's part of what ha- why we ha- the way the Democrats had to have a meeting in a closed door meeting where Nancy Pelosi um, reportedly chided. Um, she said, "Don't tweet right. at each other, attacking well, each other." Not, not, not at each other. It wasn't like both sides don't do this. It yeah. was it was progressives don't tweet at moderate and centrist Democrats. If you have a problem, come talk to me, and we'll deal with it that way, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't well, she like didn't specifically say progressives. She didn't tweet. No, at she moderates, she yeah. didn't specifically say she that. Just but said, one everybody don't tweet bad things. Everybody don't tweet, but one side was doing yeah. it, and the other side wasn't. So we knew who she was talking about. Yeah, and then um, she said something about how the squad. <laughs> she's like, there are four of them. They only got they got four votes against that bill. They clearly... That was a that was in a Marine she did a she did an interview with the New York Times' mm-hmm. Marine Dowd right. um where she was where she became more candid about this, mm-hmm. which fucking not a good call. No. Bad call Pelosi. Because she sounded very dismissive, yeah. very old, very just like not into it and saying, Oh well they have they can have all the Twitter followers they want. They are four people, so they have four votes. Yeah, I get the, I get the logic behind what she said, but it was clearly dismissive. Mm-hmm. It was clearly disrespectful, and it was clearly like an old person thing to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where it's like, what power do they have? All they use is Twitter. By the way, the president of the United States kind of elected partially because he uses Twitter. Right. So that wasn't helpful. So in response to what they felt like was an attack on them, which what by it was, Nancy Pelosi, which it was, 
Let's uh, just be very honest, it was. AOC told the Washington Post, it was just outright disrespectful, the explicit singling out of newly elected women of color. Mm. So she seemed to be implying that Nancy Pelosi was being racist. I don't think that's implied. Yeah. <laughs> I, again, I think that it's like, I guess we can impl- we can say the word implication because she didn't say the words, I think Nancy Pelosi is being racist, mm-hmm. but we are 100%, like, that's what was said. It was, well, she's not calling out um, white Democrats about this, she's calling us out, and we happen to be for, um, for progressive women of color uh i just this what do you what do you think about this entire situation are we have we not finished the (laughs) have we not finished the um finished the overview first before we go into how we do we can go into how do you feel about this whole what we set up to now it's i mean I don't think that the new dog and the are the new Dems and the blue dog Democrats. <laughs> the new dog Democrats. I don't think that they're trying to be segregationists. I don't no. think that passing this bill meant that they're trying to put black and brown people in cages, like AOC's um, chief of staff implied. Um, and I don't think Pelosi um, saying that you know these are four people. Because they are, they grouped themselves as those four people. They they well, together no, joined up. Wait, what do you mean by they grouped themselves? They just happened to vote on the same same thing that they were all against. I don't think that's what the case is. I think they kind of joined together and said we're going to work together. Okay. So I think. Did they give themselves the name? The I don't squad? know who gave them the name. That's the all squad. I want to know. Who gave them the name? The squad. I don't know who did it. Ah. But I don't. I certainly don't think. That's a dope ass name. No, it's not. But it's like kind of. But I, I certainly don't think Nancy Pelosi was singling them out because of their race. She's singling I don't them out think because, so. because they're they, the ones who are doing stuff. Like yeah, I I, I that she I, doesn't like. I agree. I I one hundred percent don't think that they were, she was they were singled out because uh, they were people of color. I think they were singled out because. Um, I mean, they're a group of and they're they're a group of strong progressive women who are definitely going to be the future of the Democratic Party. They are young. They are going to be there for a while. Uh, they are the future of the Democratic Party. But I think Nancy Pelosi is trying to... Not, I, I don't try to use my words carefully. I don't think she's definitely trying to preserve the current Democratic Party. But she's trying to... She's trying to keep the party unified. She's trying to keep the party unified because we have an adversary who is currently doing a fuckload of damage that we would like to not do as much damage. Yeah, and it'd be great if we didn't have, if Nancy Pelosi didn't have to deal with attacks from both the right and the left. Yeah, because we already, Nancy Pelosi is already an unpopular figure in in the terms of uh, Nancy Pelosi is, was the Speaker of the House. She already has to deal with that. She's a woman. She's the one of the most highly recognized pe- uh, figures in the Democratic Party. She She's already dealing with all of that shit. She doesn't want to have to add a fight from her left flank. Mm-hmm. Because she's trying to whip votes to do what she thinks is necessary. Now, 
we can look at it in multiple ways. We can look at it in the way that she's talking about with uh, this bill, with the Senate, with the with the the Senate immigration bill, where they're like, we need to get this passed because they're we need to get this funding approved for these children. Um, right. some, yes, yeah, some of it, some of the funding is going to where we don't want it to go, but some of it's going to these children and they need it now. They need it right yes. now. That makes sense. There's also... And it allows for more oversight of these facilities. Exactly. Um, but then we also have her, um, her position on impeachment, which is, well, I'm not sure we should actually start pre- uh, impeachment proceedings yet, even though she keeps... You know, saying stuff like the president's been a criminal, the criminal, the president's doing criminal, criminal things. People in the administration are doing criminal. So she, at, which at that point, fucking, let's start the impeachment proceedings. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, she has to like deal with both sides, and she's trying to do it the best she can. I think she's trying to clamp down on one side that she's trying to like. She doesn't want this to be another fight she has to fight right. with the progressive wing of the Democratic Party. But what do you, do you think, I mean, unfortunately, I feel like she has to. There's no, there's no, there are, you do have a disconnect between um, moderate Democrats and um, progressive Democrats. There, This isn't the Republican Party where we're a monolith behind um, one leader who says whatever and we just, follow whatever that is Mm -hmm. there there is there are differing opinions in the democratic party which uh will compute to sometimes very public spats do you think there's anything that do you think that who who do you think is is right and wrong in the situation in the sense that do you think that they should tamp it down until after the election where they can try to push their party to the left, whether they have the White House or not? Or do you think that now is the time that they should be pushing this this uh, this more progressive agenda? I don't think now is the time. No? Because we can't get anything actually passed. That's, so I think okay. we should be working together to do what we can um, until we have the power to actually do what we want. Uh-huh. That's, I think... The only way forward. If we're destroying our party from within while being attacked from the outside, we're going to be weaker. Whereas if we were unified and working together, we're going to be stronger. It's that simple. Is this this spat destroying our party or is the media coverage of the spat destroying our party? Or is our party just not being destroyed? Well, I mean, this group that AOC works with is working to primary sitting Democratic candidates okay, that well, they don't feel are. Let's. I just want to. I just want to make sure we're clear. The uh, you're referring to Justice Democrats, right? I believe so. Okay, Justice Democrats, and they're not. I mean, working with they. They helped her get elected. They helped her oust Joe Crowley, which he was a a very um, important member of the Democratic caucus. Um, some said he would possibly become Speaker of the House. Mm-hmm. Um, they are now targeting moderate uh, or centrist to moderate Democrats within the Democratic Party and endorsing them and trying to throw funding. Not and, endorsing them, endorsing their opponents. Sorry, endorsing their opponents and trying to throw funding behind their op- opponents mm-hmm. to uh, defeat them and install more um, more progress progressive democrats behind them right which is interesting because um aoc and her 
um, chief of staff made the argument that um, Nancy Pelosi is targeting and, and the moderate Democrats are targeting people of color, whereas they are literally targeting people of color well, for stop. primaries. Stop. They, they targeted, I can't remember how, I don't know who all of their targets are. Hopefully Dan Lipinski is one and he's white. Many of them are moderate black Southern Democrats. I know of... Uh, there's a Latino Democrat I know one who's there. from the... Uh, Henry Kalar. he's from the... Mm-hmm. Um, he's from Texas. He is the... He's in the um, Congressional Hispanic Caucus. Uh, I don't know of any others that they're targeting. Do you? I don't have names. Oh, but okay. I remember... I, at least there's the fear within the moderates because there are many black Democrats from the South and they are more moderate because their constituency is more moderate. Yeah. So they are fearing because, especially since this Latino gentleman is their first target um, and he is moderate and a person of color, that they are going to be next okay. and they are going to be targeted by this group. I will say... I'm going to give a... Give a one side on that one and one side on the other. But one, just because someone's targeting a, you know, a person of color in a race, that doesn't mean that the entire group. That's exactly only... what the argument is for the. What the Pelosi? Just because she's no, I speaking agree. against them. I, was, that, was, I, yeah. I I agree. I agree. Yeah, but that's that's what that's what I'm saying. It's ironic that they're claiming because oh, okay. she is going. At you didn't my... use the word ironic before. I, I no, yeah, they're both no. It's both. It's nonsense. Yeah, it's nonsense. I think Pelosi's annoyed that she has to fucking fight on her left flank when she honestly has been a decent ally to the left. Now. Yes, she is the Speaker of the House, so she has to, um, not, I don't want to say cater, but she has to, like, keep all of the caucus together. And we have a wider caucus, wider, not whiter, she has a wider caucus to deal with than the Republicans have to deal with. Because the Republicans literally, it's just Donald Trump says something and the Republicans are like, yeah, we'll do that. The Democrats are like, we want to do this, and then we have some from the left going, that's not left enough. There's some on the center slash right going, that's too left. That She has a lot to... De- she's She's got a decent, like, stretch to deal with uh, versus what's going on in Mitch McConnell's Senate where they'll just do whatever. Even though, you know, you have freedom fighters like Rand Paul in there still doing whatever the fucking president says. Um, so it's 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 more difficult for Nancy to deal with that. I, I, I think it's I think that both sides saying that the Democrats are acting in like in racial uh, I'm trying to figure out a way to phrase this, but like uh, trying to trying to uh, benefit ones but like trying to not benefit people of color is ridiculous. I think that the Democratic caucus has been, on almost every single issue in line with uh, what people of color are looking for. Mm-hmm. I think it's fucking nonsense. It's, a, it's, and I, I, um, John Favreau, um, host of Pod Save America, I, I, 
host of sorry, host of Positive America, Crooked Media. Uh, he used to work with uh, President Barack Obama. Tweeted something that I think is super important to the point where I retweeted it. So I just have to go find it over here. But he said, um, "Hey, all you Democrats who work in Washington together, maybe get off Twitter, get into a room next week, and work out your problems like adults, because Donald Trump, sorry, Donald fucking Trump is president." I think that's what's important. That's the point. I think sure. that's what's important that keep that just just going over everybody's head. Mm-hmm. I understand we're here. We want to legislate. We want to get progressive bills passed through the house. I get that because we have the house. We want them to be as progressive as possible because we have the house. That makes sense. Unfortunately, we don't have the Senate. And we don't have the fucking White House. So sometimes we are going to have to. Uh, compromise and work with the other side or work with our more moderate side to get shit done. We just have to. There's The numbers aren't there. And we can ignore the numbers and then only pass, only try to pass super progressive bills that moderate Democrats will vote down, but then it'll be the Democratic House is doing nothing. They're not passing anything through. Mm-hmm. And we're just as bad as the other side. What do you think? I think that's exactly right. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, infighting is not helpful at this point at all. No. So. And I think infighting can be healthy. It can be healthy. Not right now. Not, not, in, not this, in this way. Not in this way. Not, not, in, not in, the, in the congressional chamber. Right? Like, we, the congressional Democrats have to actually have to work together. We have... All, we already have, I want to say, 496 Democratic candidates fighting each other. So they can fight, right? Mm-hmm. They're allowed to fight. The people who work in an office together, <laughs> like, they, sorry, not in an office, when they work in the same uh, fucking house chamber, they need to work together. Right? They have to work together to try to get things passed. And un- unfortunately, sometimes you have to pass things that you're not completely okay with. Yeah. Because we don't have the means to just pass whatever we want to. Yeah. We can pass symbolic things at some point to, you know, like, there are going to be things that we, that we as a house pass so that the, we send it to the Senate and they either don't bring it up for a vote or the Senate, Senate uh, Republicans vote against it, i.e. probably stuff on health care, um, possibly stuff on um, uh, gun control, uh, because it's a campaign thing. Right. But... For the most part, when it, when it comes to an issue like this, that's very urgent. Yeah, we don't have time for that. I agree. That's I think the gist of it. We really don't. You're absolutely right. We don't have time. So for it. so in response to all this, Pelosi made a call for unity. She said, um, "We were do what I say, or I'll fucking kill you." She said after after being called racist, basically, she said, "We we respect the value of every member of our caucus. The diversity of it all is a wonderful thing." Diversity is our strength, unity is our power, and we have a big fight, and we're in the arena, and that's all I'm going to say about it. That's right. I mean, so that's, that's that was her. Uh, um, Kamala Harris uh, defended um, defended uh, Speaker Pelosi. Uh, I'm trying to see specifically what the quote was, but she defended Speaker Pelosi, saying that she didn't um, she's uh, didn't see anything. Uh, she's saying, not racist. Saying that, yeah, showing that Nancy Pelosi was doing anything in, in racial animosity. Right. Um, and many other members of Congress spoke out 
in favor, you know. Which, of course... Nancy Pelosi's not racist. Of course you do. Nancy yeah. Pelosi's the Speaker of the House. There, yeah. She's going to have some... She's going to have some, uh, some supporters uh, backing her up. Do you... Where do you think uh, we move forward? How do we move forward from this? This is a very... Uh, Don't pick fights in the media. Stop <laughs> picking fights in the media. I mean, it's it's that simple on both sides. And that's Pelosi. Don't can call- I can just say Pelosi was? And I I, I want to make sure that this is very clear. Um, because I I look like I sound I stand just firmly with Pelosi. This is partially Nancy Pelosi's fault for sure. Like uh, Speaker Pelosi did a, in an interview with Marine Dowd, which kind of started this whole fucking avalanche. I mean, I wouldn't say it started it, but it certainly was a factor. It was a huge factor when she was super dismissive of the members of the the new Democratic members of the House. Stop attacking Democrats. That's the everybody. Hear that, Democrats? Democrats? Stop attacking other. Unless Democrats. you're running for president, so I guess anyone can say whatever. But unless you're running for president, stop attacking Democrats. Yeah, don't call. Moderate Democrats, segregationists. Yeah, that's crazy. The only, de- the only fucking congressional Democrat we should be attacking is Dan Lipinski, cause he sucks and we hate him. <laughs> he's the only one. He's in a at this point, he's in a safe Democratic seat. I he's in a very safe Democratic seat. He got there from his dad, and we should be able to fucking call him out whenever we want to. Fuck that guy. But everybody else. Just be cool with each other. Like, if you have problems, hash it out in a room together. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to do this in in the media. And we saw why not. Because Donald Trump took advantage of this. Well, not just that. Before I get to his horribly crazy racist tweets that just were... Fucking my God. But we... We also get a billion stories about how Democrats are because that's what the that's what's going on with the media. Yeah. That's what the media is. It's literally like what'll get people to click. And a bunch of a bunch of uh, a bunch of stories about how Donald Trump is not doing well right now or not doing well in this election, they're not gonna click. But when Donald Trump gets to forty two percent or forty five percent of um of approval, which honestly, he has not fucking broken fifty. Kill you. like what are you talking about? Um, but you have Donald Trump getting to forty five and Democrats arguing with each other. That's a that's an easy horse race fucking fucking uh, article. So you'll get people to look at it. So th- it's it's just feeding into the ar- the argument on the right. Like, it's feeding into their election strategy, which is let them kill themselves. Right. Which is what we do. But Which is what seems to be happening, yeah. I mean, we'll see. Hopefully not. But the President of the United States uh, has decided to uh, step in and talk about this. By the way, uh, no thanks, bud. We're good. We don't need help. <laughs> we're okay. Let us handle this on our own, man. Like, we're good. But the President of the United States has um, decided to tweet about this. Um, so, <laughs> and of course he's, which helps the helps the progressive argument. He essentially has taken Nancy Pelosi's side. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, he hears that someone's being racist to another, and he's like, oh, I'm in on that side. What's the, the racist side? I want to be on right. that side. Um, but... 
Um, so I'm going to read the tweets. You didn't get to see these today, right? No, I didn't read them. Okay. Um, so interesting to see, pro, uh, quote, progressive, unquote, Democratic, sorry, Democrat Congresswoman. By the way, he does this very often, um, which is like an old school thing that people do when they're, they call them the Democrat Party and not the Democratic Party. And it's gross. And I, I no one notices it. And I notice it. That's gross. And it needs to stop. Stop calling it the Democrat Party. Uh, it's gross. Anyway, um, so interesting to see progressive Democrat congresswoman who originally came from countries whose governments are a complete and total catastrophe. The worst, most corrupt, and inept anywhere in the world if they even have a functioning government at all. Now loudly and viciously telling the people of the United States the greatest and most powerful nation on earth, how our government is to be run. Why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime-infested places where they, which they, from, sorry, from which they came? Then come back and show us how it is done. These places need your help badly. You can't leave fast enough. I'm sure that Nancy Pelosi would be very happy to quickly work out free travel arrangements. Um, I'll let you start. How racist is that? Well, considering one only one of the four women were not born in this country, um, extremely. Yeah. Uh, black and brown people aren't from America in Trump's eyes. So. No, that's why. Just, that's why the former president yeah. um, couldn't have possibly been from America. Exactly. There's exactly. no way that black guy could be. And I wonder if it was even in his mind that they weren't born here, or he just was like, because they're not white, they're not from here. Like, it doesn't matter if they were born here or not, because, of course, he wants to get rid of birthright citizenship. So, because... Right. Their skin after, tone, you know, after, like, he's... He's cool with birthright citizenship for, for certain people, not exactly. for others. Exactly. Like his son. Yeah. And his, his wife. wife. Well, it didn't work for his wife. But his father and... Yeah, right, right, right. yeah exactly. But White people. <laughs> <Yeah>. White people. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. It's, it's cool for white people, but black people, certainly, they're not from here. They've got to go back to where they're from. Brown people, go back to where you're from. Exactly. White people, welcome home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I... It's, and I think this, this is indicative of what we are fighting. This is the force that we're fighting against. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that both liberal Democrats, progressive Democrats, um, centrist Democrats, see what the fuck is happening right here and go, that's right. That's what we're dealing with. Exactly. You can't call Nancy Pelosi a racist when this is what real racism looks like and it's the president of the fucking United States. Like, yeah. deal with this. We need to deal <laughs> don't, with this. Don't, don't create issues amongst ourselves that make other Democrats look bad when we've got this fucking guy that needs to be dealt with. I know more that... More importantly than anything else. I know that we won't do this, but I very much really wish... That we had it in ourselves to go, we are not 
we are going to do our absolute best to not create any sort of a dumb media story that they can take and run with. And, and that, literally, I'm, I'm very much talking about Nancy Pelosi talking to Maureen Dowd. Mm-hmm. That was so dumb and so unnecessary and so fueling to this fire that this is why it's carried over as a story for as fucking long as it was. Because Nancy Pelosi just had to fucking, well, they might have as many Twitter followers as they want to, but they only have four votes. Like, fucking, we know. They know how many votes they have. They're not children. They're not. But I just need for everyone to just not create media stories for, like, two years. (laughs) You can all just fucking relax yourselves for, let's say, until November of 2020. Like, maybe December of 2020. Then do whatever you want. Fucking... Start challenging, start challenging uh, blue dog Democrats to duels on the House floor. I'm in. Fine. Do it. But, like, let's relax right now. Because we need to relax right now. Mm-hmm. We I, there's nothing that's more important than defeating Donald Trump. Nothing. No. There's nothing. And there's no Democrat um, aside from Marianne Williamson that's in this race that I think shouldn't be president over Donald Trump. <laughs> I, I don't, I, we have some, we have some centrists and moderates like John Delaney. And I guess, honestly, I'm going to put Beto O'Rourke in that moderate category. We have some liberal Democrats, like progressive Democrats, like uh, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. I really could be, I, there are people I want, and then there are people I'm okay with. Mm-hmm. And there's no one in there, as I said, aside from Marianne Williamson, that should not be the nominee. <laughs> so we need to be able to embrace whoever our nominee is, as long as it's not Marianne Williamson, <laughs> yeah. and and get them to where they need to go, which is the fucking White House. This is more important than anything. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely right. Because I... And I... America has a troubled history. <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. America has a troubled history. But if Donald Trump gets elected twice... Second time in 2020. You can't... There's no way at all we can ever call ourselves the moral authority for anything ever again. Right. Ever again. I mean, I feel like we're already there, but yeah. Oh yeah, no, we're definitely already there. But like, for some people, we're not. To be fair, some of those people were like rooting against the... The U.S. World Cup team again. Mm. <laughs> but whatever. Um, but no, there's there's no way. There's no way you can call yourself a moral authority. There's no way that we can tell other people what to do and with a straight face. Yeah. There's no way. It's, it's just rough that some people don't see how important it is to be united right now. I, how can you not see it? I don't get it. Yeah, I whether mean, it's... 
whether it's younger whether it's younger Democrats looking for more power and more say, or whether it's older Democrats looking to hold on to the status quo and hold on to their power. God, we need to fucking unite. Yeah. There is a force out there that is worse than anything you can imagine. And it's this fucking president. It's this president. It's this administration. Mm-hmm. And if we don't put this shit to bed and deal with what's coming forward towards, like, what's, sorry, not coming forward, what's here already. Yes. Then we're fucked. Exactly. Super fun episode. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else that you wanted to cover before we uh, get out of here? I don't think so. Neither. Um... I mean, I really hope going forward we decide that this kind of nonsensical fighting ends. It's pointless. Yeah. It just hurts our. It just hurts us. It hurts ourselves. Yeah. Hurts the party. <sighs> but you know, whatever. Oh, I actually would like to before you read before you end it. I would like to talk. Uh, Justin Amash um, tweeted about the president's tweets, which uh, he came out and uh, with his tweet he said uh, to tell these American citizens most of whom were born here because Justin Amash may be an idiot but he'll look up some facts first yeah. <laughs> um, uh, most of whom were born here to go back to the crime infested places from which they came is racist and disgusting Justin Amash is doing something in the House of Representatives as a Republican that, sorry, not anymore. He used the 4th of July to declare his independence, so he's now an independent. Um, But he's doing something in the House that wasn't done by a lot of Republican um, Congress members, uh, including one Paul Ryan who, my God, I wish that dude can fucking locate his spine. Mm Mm-hmm. He's actually talking this game in the in the house and planning on staying in the house. He's not planning on leaving the house. He's not planning on not running. He's not planning on retiring from his seat. He's saying this president needs to be impeached. This president is a racist. This president is doing horrible things. And he's planning on staying in the house. I respect that. I very much respect that. I don't like Justin Amash. I don't think he's good. Yeah. I think he's very bad. But I think he at least has a fucking backbone, unlike some of these people that are there. That said, his backbone is still fucking filled with jelly because he votes for everything the fucking president wants. Um, But I just wanted to touch on that. I do like the fact that there's a person that's in the house who, though disagrees with almost everything I say, can call out the... Yeah, acknowledge the craziness. And racism. Yeah. And criminality. Yeah. Of. Yeah. Also, I just want to point out, uh, before you read the the Marianne tweet to get us out of here, we did not use any facts in this episode. No facts. <laughs> because we don't use facts, and you are better off listening to CNN. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Oh, go ahead. 
The most important things in life are not visible to the physical eye. It's only when we soul explode beyond the confines of the mortal self, expanding the boundaries of what we think is real, that we begin to glimpse the truth of who we are and why we're here. So, everybody go out there and soul explode. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go, <laughs> gonna go soul explode. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you have a great day. For Alcoholics, cheers. Cheers! <laughs>